Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. JB and Benny Blue, Woo. coming, we running through. Uh-huh. We number one is a hundred use. Nah. Come at the top with a stunning view. Yeah. Chef's kiss with a hot plate. Uh-huh. Do a Hail Mary, no pump fake. Nah. Damn straight, we in first place. What? Better buckle up, this a hot take. Just press play. Woo. Turn my mic on, man, we live. We live. Tell the pilot wheels up, we can ride. We can ride. We run the block, run the block. We bout to slide. About to slide. Debate us, nah, nah. You can try. Good people, good people. It's been a minute and like an old friend just showing up at your house or giving you a call or shooting you a text. The review Mm. is back. And yes, this is episode 251 of the review. Wow, it's right. We're back, man. I can't believe it. It's been a minute, but you know, tis the season. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It yes. is the 2023 football season. We've been at this thing for seven years. We got some changes to talk about. But first and foremost, if this is your first time ever tapping into us, we really appreciate it. You can follow us at all social media, which is at JB and Benny Blue. It's never going to change. The website is still the same, JB and Benny Blue Review.com. If you're listening to this, because yes, we are back in savage audio form, please. Subscribe, five-star rate, comment, do what you got to do. That helps us move us to charts so more people can hear us and see us. And if you're on YouTube, same thing. Like, subscribe, share, comment, please. Help that fucking a goddamn robot algorithm yes. hear us and see us. And we want to reach more of you this season. So before we, we kind of go... Algo and rhythm. Algo yeah. and rhythm. So before <laughs> we get to... Something like Tony, Tony, Tony. So they open, open up for them in 86. So... Before we get to all the changes, all the fun stuff, and really get into our season preview, we got to tell the people who he is, man. So starting with this gentleman to my left, camera right, or however you are seeing this, this illustrious face, the OG, you can see it on the hat, the Bird Gang captain himself. Tell him who you is, man. Well, listen, man, if you don't know me, I'm saying uh, Jeremy Bridges is my name, government, right? All my friends call me JB. Uh, Some people call me King JB. It is what it is, man. Uh, Jeremy Bridges is my name, 10-year NFL veteran. Again, 50% of the JB and Benny Review, we've been doing this shit a long time, right? And we're happy about the changes that we made, and we're happy about the steps that we're taking going forward. And we're happy that you, reviewers, are sticking with us. And, Benny, let's not forget. Let's not forget. We sat down and talked about it in L.A. this past uh, was it Tuesday we met. Yes, we did. The people have been asking about the review. They have been missing the review. This is true. Right? We're not bothered. This is true. We are always and always have been about the people. And man, you talking about making me feel good. Sat out in front of Benny, you know what I'm saying? We start talking about what we're doing going forward. And we both agree that we can't stop this train. We just have to derail it, if you will. You know, to a certain derail extent. Derail it. We got we got to switch tracks. I'm sorry. I said derail. There you we got to switch go. tracks. That's a little right, dark. We got to push the little thing. You know what I'm saying? The Indiana Jones thing that broke off. We got to switch tracks. Yep. Right? right. Go left, Indy. Go left, Dr. Jones. No, we go right. All right. We back. We back and we better, right? They want as bad as ever. Look, it's 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 just the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in front of you because we're back by popular demand, right? Again, I'm JB. Check me on Instagram, KingJB.Fitness. Holler at me, you know what I'm saying? I will follow back if you buy some business. If you ain't, don't spend no follow back. It's just what it is. Same with the JB uh, Benny Review page. We ain't gonna follow you back if you ain't buy no business, right? You out here want some bullshit, mm-hmm. just, that's you. But we appreciate the love. Right now, I'm gonna throw it to this gentleman below me. Right, the hairy, sketch looking cat. You know what I'm saying? That's our guy. All right, let him know who you are, Mitch. I am the hairy guy, money making Mitch, who has been what working with you off and on for five years now, something like that. Yeah, with Ed Show, who just went national. Congratulations, Ed and Javon. Outstanding. And applause. I am back also by probably not popular demand, just demand by you two. And I'm fine with that. That's but I'm back. I'm ready to go. Football is just around the corner and I'm ready. Yep. Damn damn straight, Mitch. And listen, for the reviewers who were joining us last year on our live stream, you saw a lot of Mitch from Parts Unknown with very questionable internet. 
uh, connection and sometimes very questionable opinions about the wide world of sports. But nonetheless, <laughs> he is now a part of the brotherhood, the savage brotherhood that is the review. So you're going to be hearing from and seeing the three of us all season long. And that takes us to kind of what we were doing. We are the review because it's all about the review. We're the team. You, the review is always and has been and will continue to be for the people. And as JB so eloquently put, man, we can't, you know, we might have to, we might have to divert to another track, but the destination still remains the same. So this year, we're going to be doing things a little bit different. So normally you're, you're used to getting our, our, our recap, our, our hot, hot, hot opinions. And of course, our savage picks. Well, all that's going to be done through social media, primarily on Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, and TikTok specifically. Of course, Facebook get a lot of engagement there, so we appreciate that. So all of our game picks throughout the year are going to be on Reels. So you're going to be seeing that from all of us. We're still going to keep track. Don't you worry. We're going to be seeing who's winning, who's not, who's getting these ties, who's picking the, the wrong fucking team at the wrong time. All of that's still going to be accounted for. We're just going to be doing it. In social media form, I said he slipped under. He said, "Mitch, <laughs> so all that, all that's going to be there, and any content, any breaking news, anything that you want us to talk about in a way that only we can, as the OG reviewers know, you're still going to get it. It's just going to be in social media content form. You will be seeing these, you know, more podcast episodes, long form stuff here and there. Probably, honestly, been thinking about this, fellas." Probably going to be due in a few weeks to hit some college football once it cranks up after these garbage-ass early season matchups with the the cupcakes. we got to talk about Swamp Kings with our guy, Mark. we got to talk about the Johnny Manziel um, untold. And, of course, we got to get into when the games really start to matter. Coach Prime, of course. Shout out to Coach Prime getting it done against TCU. So we've really got to hit a good college football episode. But other than that, unless unless there's some real big stuff and some really good interviews that we got coming down the pike, you're gonna be get, you're gonna be seeing these full out episodes here and there. You know what I mean? Like going out to eat to a nice restaurant. You ain't doing that every weekend, but we're gonna hit you here and there. Okay, when you do go out. You enjoy it. You love. You it. make it count, right? You enjoy it. So that that's kind of that's kind of it with, with the uh, you know with the intros and and everything that we got going on with the show. So again, we ple- appreciate you wrong with us, and we're not gonna take up too much of your time. You already know that this is the reviews official 2023. NFL season preview, starting with a version of a patented segment, one of our most popular segments, I might add, courtesy of Dr. Bridges. It's JB's burning questions mm. for the 2023 season, goddammit. And we got we got a few to go over, and there's been a bunch of different stuff, as always, happening here in the offseason and the preseason. And JB, as you know, from uh, you know, being a part of the shield in the brotherhood, and you know being a, a an employee of various teams you know that sometimes uh veterans aren't always happy with their current situation so dr bridges i'm posing this first burning question to you because it is your segment after all and it's which veteran is most likely to hold out the longest for a new deal and i can throw some names at you if you, if you need some folks to ping your brain but unless you got someone on your on your mind what you think well of? Well, we of course you know so we do our, our patented uh production uh google script whatever you know says so we can make mm-hmm. sure that we're on point what we're doing uh to be honest just based on sheer arrogance all right i'm gonna say nick bosa right oh yeah uh, point blank period you know so he's just one of those cats that you know what I'm saying he feels that you know he, he's 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 full of himself i don't know how to say it right uh so his brother kind of different individual you know what i'm saying more humbled uh, but Nick is kind of an asshole, to be honest. So, yeah. and I mean, he kind of earned the right to, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's a hell of a defensive player. Uh, no matter what kind of uh, questioning we have about his supplementation and uh, as far as football goes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> his fitness goes, uh, we'll keep it at that. But I'm going to say Nick Bosa, just based on his arrogance, right? He's, he's an arrogant cat uh, from the Ohio State University, you know what I'm saying, which produces nothing but great slash good slash always hurt defensive players uh and again <laughs> talk about supplementation so uh that's the guy right second if i had to choose the second one it would probably be chris jones because of necessity like they yep. need him sorry the leverage, like, they, they, the their, leverage. Defense, their defense will never be the same without that big man in the middle he makes too many plays so if i'm him based on necessity and based on you know what I'm saying um the fact that you are the biggest piece of that defense I'm, I'm holding out if I'm Chris Jones the longest, but again, based on just sheer 
assholeness. Yeah, Nick Bosa gets that award. <laughs> I like I like word of the day, assholeness. All right, Mitch, you you went over there stroking your beard, si- sipping a cold beverage. What do you think about this question, good sir? Uh, I would go and flip flop his number one and two, but okay, Chris Jones. Then it doesn't ahead. matter. It's semantics. I got Chris Jones just because he's already holding out of camp. That's the only reason I have him ahead. Okay, I got you. I actually hope it's Nick Bosa because I hope he I, and I actually hope Nick Bosa gets a deal so then he donates like half of his salary to like uh, Trump's uh, fucking bond campaign to get out of jail because right. you know he's down with he, MAGA. He gonna so, start the free Trump campaign, right? He's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna start like his, he's gonna start like his own nonprofit to, to fucking bail out uh, Trump because ba- Trump is literally going to Jerry's fucking bail bonds in Atlanta to get out, and that's no right. bullshit. So yeah, I, I like those. I feel like you know what I know it's it's not very favorable for the running backs as I feel like unfortunately a lot of them are kind of caving to these one year deals but to be honest I am very curious to see what happens with this Jonathan Taylor situation. Mm. I don't think it's that simple as he's just going to bend because I think, JB, to kind of your point about Chris Jones, I do think he holds a piece of leverage, in particular when you're talking about the development of one Anthony Richardson, because in order to kind of get him going in the offense, they need a solid running back, if not a very good running back, to kind of, it's almost in a way kind of what they did for Danny Dimes, though I think Anthony Richardson could have a higher ceiling um, just the way athletically how he's built how he can sling it than someone like Danny Dimes but what helped Danny Dimes when you have someone like Saquon that's how he got let's be real that's how Danny Dimes got the bag is because he had Saquon Barkley in the backfield helping anchor and stabilize the offense so I do think Jonathan Taylor of really of all the running backs probably has more leverage than really any of them including Josh Jacobs so that would be that would be my pick I think my other pick only because I would love to see this happen would be Mike Evans he has one year left on his deal with the Bucks he said he wanted to be a buck for life cool but like nobody really knows what kind of direction that they're going in right little birdies have told me gentlemen that the, the old kitties might make might try to swoop in and snatch Mike Evans and if they want to give Mike Evans a two-year deal front-loaded couple incentives I'm with that Lord knows yeah. Jamo is gonna get caught with a fucking uh, FanDuel app on his phone in the locker room again so we need a, we need some more depth and another playmaker so eh, Mike Evans I'm not mad at hey, it you know Detroit City right that's right so there it is that, that's a, that's our first boining question here for the 2023 NFL season all right Mitchell I'm throwing this to you uh speaking I mentioned Anthony Richardson uh, money making Mitch, which rookie QB is most likely to ball out in their first season? Are we looking at Stroud, Bryce Young, Richardson, fucking someone else I'm, I'm missing? Who, who do you think? How dare you leave out the mayonnaise eater drinker himself? Oh, oh man, pardon Will leave us. How dare you? It's not going to be him. There's a reason why we left him out. Mitch. Yeah, that's why I didn't <laughs> put him on the list. Big reason. <laughs> he came and he came and passed Malik Willis on the depth chart, and he's drinking uh, mayonnaise. Come on, man. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, um, I I really don't like any of them that much. I think Stroud. I'll give him it, but not because I think it's a weaker year than what we've seen recently. And I think Stroud is the best of the weaker year. So I'll give it to Stroud. Okay. I like that, JB. Uh, I'm going to give it to the, to, to the young kid um, over there in uh, in, 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 in Charlotte. Uh, Bryce Bryce Young. Yeah. I feel like that they're going to make that offense very him-friendly. And I think also that I think he has a higher QB intelligence uh, than the kid over in Houston. Uh, not more talented, not bigger, stronger. Stroud is obviously the bigger, stronger kid. But I think Bryce Young is just going to make the better decisions, and they're going to make this offense very, again, him friendly, being that their quarterback, you know, something good at their coach is uh, Frank Wright is right. He's the one in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So he's a, he's he's the quarterback whisperer to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to make that offense very friendly for him. Uh, run heavy. Uh, they're going to depend on their defense a lot. You're going to see a lot of low scoring games for them, but he's going to be very efficient, right? I think he'll take it. See. Part of me really wants to say it's going to be Bryce Young. I do think it's it's going to be C.J. Stroud by a, a little bit. And I only say that because when I look at what Carolina's doing, first of all, I'm anticipating Bryce Young, unfortunately, to be getting like powerbombed several mm. times during a game, to be honest. Mm. I don't know what they're doing for him up front. I also don't really know what they're really doing for him 
as far as weapons go. Obviously, you know, his talent, his arm talent, how he can move the pocket. I do think CJ Stroud, as much as I hate to compliment a guy from, you know, the old fuck eyes, he actually has the ability to extend plays and really sling it. And I think he's going to have to be in more position, which might not be to his benefit. But I do think he's going to be, he's going to have to be in more of a position to ball out, to help the Texans compete. And sneakily, they've actually done some good things to kind of to fill out that roster. So while I would prefer it to be Bryce Young, I do think by a hair, it's going to be CJ Stroud. But that's me. No, no the only thing that's going to hold me back from saying Stroud, and again, like I said, I, I just said it before, he's the bigger, stronger talent, right? Yep. Uh, only thing that's holding me back from that is that D'Amico Ryan is the first time first year head coach, right? And of course, he has an office coordinator who's, uh, who's I, don't know, I know his name, but I, I can't call his name. He's a veteran guy, but he's not a big time veteran guy, mm. right? And I just feel like that new whole new system, new chemistry, new yada, 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 whereas Frank Wright is an OG. He's a for real proven coach. He knows how to get it done. And again, he knows how to literally cater an offense to somebody's talent and skill set. So even though it's not a lot of flash over there with the Panthers as far as offense goes, they'll make it friendly again for him. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, well, that's a good point. And one thing we can agree on, it's not going to be Mr. Mayonnaise Drinker, Will Levis. All right, next question. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> Will Levis, Will Levis, we watched your girlfriend leaving you in real time at the fucking NFL draft. It's, like her, it's, her, it's tough sledding. Her spirit, her spirit left her spirit first. left her body, yeah. Right, we we all saw, saw the outer body experience. It left first, and she was just sitting there. As the, in the physical, her mental was already looking at like Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. She's, she's, already, she's, she's already going up the depth chart. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! All right, now we're moving to a team that should—I don't know—we're going to see. We're going to get to this in our in our Savage preview picks here at the end of the show. All right, JB, will the Jets win the AFC East, make the AFC Wild Card, or miss the playoffs in Rogers' first season? What do you think? Well, they won't miss the playoffs. I guarantee you that. Um, when you have, and I, we call them 12 all the time, when you got eight behind center, you always have a chance to win. And with the weapons and the mindset that that team has, they are ready to win right now. We saw the success they had towards mid end of the year last year. We saw they have one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, what's the kid's name, number 17? Gary um, Wilson. Yeah, Mr. Wilson, like, Phew, this kid's fucking phenomenal, right? And you give Aaron Rodgers yeah. one of those, and then they got running backs behind them, they got Cook, they got a, look, man. These, and they're run heavy. They're run first, right? So Brees, this is Brees Hall will, will be back. Yeah. This is what Aaron Rodgers likes. He likes to do things on play action. He likes to do the whole handoff, sit up in the middle of the field, boom, old school Brett Favre type shit. That's what he was raised on. And that's what, again, good coaches cater offenses, cater defenses to great players. And he's a great player. We all can agree he's going to be a Hall of Famer, point of blank, period. They will win the East, right? They will make the playoffs. Like, they're going to do everything that Jets fans haven't seen in a long ass time. Long time. It's going to be a lot of J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets going on. Right, we're going to hear this shit over in Arizona. Fireman Fred going to have a fucking heart attack. It's going to be fucking crazy, right? It's going to be Jets mania. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing it, man. Like I'm, They play I'm, the Cardinals this year? I don't know. Shit, I, you know, no. hey, look, I, when it comes to the Cardinals being in our continue to talk about this shit, I'm literally day by day, play by play, game by game, <laughs> right? They get to so, that. We'll figure yeah. out who they're playing the week that they're playing them. I'm not looking ahead to nobody. But, yeah, as far as the Jets' success, I am all in. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They're going to hurt a bunch of feelings this year, and they're going to kick a bunch of ass. Wow. Mitchell, do you, do you have it in you to compliment a uh, a rival <laughs> AFC team? Or are you going to are you gonna be – are you going to be – are you going to be – Petty. Usual Petty, Mitch. Mitch. I, I don't consider the Jets a rival. The Titans haven't been good enough while they've been good. Neither team has been good while each other's been good. Why would they be a rival? Yeah, yeah. Point, um, it's like the Spider-Man meme. Right. Um, I guarantee they'll make the playoffs. I don't guarantee they win the AFC East. I think they do. Um, I Zach Wilson won seven games last year. And I think Aaron Rodgers, we can all agree, is way better than Zach Wilson. I don't think we can argue that one. Um, I got... I think Rodgers can get that to 10 or 11 wins. They'll be close with the Dolphins. I think the Jets end up barely tipping over the Dolphins. Okay. All right. Well, I have, I have the Jets making the wild card. Uh, if they win a game, I think that would be a fair expectation. I think once you start getting to the cream of the crop of that division, obviously, namely the Chiefs and the Bungles, I think that's I think even with what they got, I think that's that's tough sled. I think what this all comes down to, fellows, is how is 
when it really is nut up time in the brightest stage, how is Robert Sala going to do with decision making, game management, clock management, that sort of thing? Because JB, kind of like what you said, when you have now eight is Cal number eight on the field, you're always going to have that shot. And with him being in the league as long as he has been, getting some of his his favorite guys with him, Al Lazard, you know Cobb, you know Cobb will get at least a couple touches. There's some guys that have come in for him, you know, and he's got Nathaniel Hackett back as bad as a, a job as he did as the Broncos head coach. That was his guy in Green Bay, so that's his. His play caller, you know, obviously Rogers is essentially like a second coordinator, right, like on right. the field. He's basically a coach on the field, right? Like, he's basically so. like a coach on the field. So to me, I think the X factor isn't the talent; they're loaded with talent. It's like when the stage is the brightest, what is Robert Sala going to do when he's in that position? Because he then, hasn't really been there. And again, we just we just kind of answered on your question by saying that eight is a coach on the field. He ain't no. got to worry about the offense, right? Because yeah. eight will run that. Salah's a defensive guy, right? And Salah's smart enough to say, I'm gonna let the offensive people do what the fuck they do, and I'm gonna do what I do for my defense and continue to push and make them successful. So it's like a, you know, he he does he's done a great job since he's been there of more being more of a delegator right. and being that right. dominant, you know what I'm saying? I'm the dictator head coach, right? And that's just him from him being a player to a coach and so on and so forth. So shout out to Salah, man. You know what I'm saying? I uh, I felt like he did well when he first got the job because of his humility and because of cat of course he's a player coach and he's just continuously showing it so they're gonna do well all right well we'll see you we'll see jets all right now it's time about it's time to talk about some teams that didn't make the playoffs last year why it's all three of our teams of course they uh did not make it so mitch uh we get to start with your favorite subject my kitties that's right mitch what is your expectation for my kitties aka the lions this season a lot of hype a lot of uh, conversations, but what do you think, Mitch? I have them either one game into the wild card, so like they just barely hit that line and go over into the wild card, or I have them pulling what the Lions do and being one game behind that wild card spot. I I know you guys are a lot higher on them than I am. I think they're going to be right there in every game. I think they have a chance to win most of the games that they end up playing. But as JB, you know that ball can bounce one way or the other. And historically, it's not toward Detroit's side. <laughs> so, I don't, so I don't have a lot of faith in them pulling like above expectation or anything. I got them 9-8. and eight. Hopefully you- it's enough. And you have so basically you ha- you have them uh, slightly better than they were last year, but getting 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 into the tournament this time. Pretty much, yeah. I think the NFC. When I looked at them, I was not impressed with too many of the NFC teams this year. I think the Lions can take advantage enough of it and sneak in there. Okay, JB, what you got? I got I got um the Lions going to the wild card and making some hay. Um, I just feel like you know, as Mitch so eloquently put it. Detroit go goddamn Detroit, man. Like, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's just like he said about that damn ball bouncing. It's like when a punter boots a 52-yarder and it has the option to bounce away from the end zone or in the end zone for, for a great, you know, punt. It bounces in the end zone every time, if you will, metaphorically speaking, when it comes to Detroit's season. Like, it always bounces in the end zone to make it a fucking touchback. So, I, I, they just, they're going to make the playoff. They're going to get into the wild card. Hell, they might even win that wild card. That's how much hate and how much noise they're capable of making. It's just that, like you said about the Jets and Solid, when the lights are the brightest, it just seems like that ball always bounces in the end zone. Okay, yeah, and I think I think that's I think that's a reasonable theory given the recent hell lifetime history of the Kitties. Here's where I think here's where I think is different. We've talked about this online and offline, particularly you and I, JB. I think that now with it being what year three, I think year four, 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 I think, I think four, four, three or four, Four. either way. Now they've done the thing that historically the kiddies never did, which is actually build culture. Mm. What the kiddies did historically is they would draft like playmakers, particularly they would draft outside in, which is fucking horrible. And they did that forever. So they would get a lot of talented guys, but they would, they would never get them to their capacity the only guy who really got there was obviously calvin but people talk about oh they didn't win anything but he maximizes talent a lot of guys they just took and never went anywhere because they didn't have any culture and they didn't really have any identity of how they wanted to build a team well now they do they have the playmakers and now with this draft they were really able to address the depth this is one of the first preseasons where honestly it felt like it was like 
tough to cut people. In past years, it was like, oh yeah, they could for sure get rid of those seven dudes. <laughs> yeah, now it's like, <laughs> yeah, now it was like, this year literally was like, I pray that they can get this guy to stick around in the practice squad. I haven't felt that way in years about this team. So my expectation, particularly with how they set the tone from last year, but last year's last year, is I do feel they are going to win the North. I do feel like they're going to host a game, and I do feel like they're going to win a game. Now, if they do what Mitch was going to talk about, or you were trying to talk about, they get the wild card, they win a game, I'm cool with that. You still win a game. But I'm going to be disappointed if they make the playoffs and they don't win a game, or if they obviously miss the playoffs altogether. Now, what's going to be the key to that, as you guys know, is that streak that they win, I think it was like 7 of 8 at the at the end of the season, or 8 of 9, whatever it was. They have to win... They have to win at least some of these games early. That's what killed them. The big one that killed them, as you know, is they fucking lost to the Squawks at home, and then the Squawks had the tiebreaker to get in. Like kind of like what 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 uh what Mitch is talking about. Lions gonna lion. Something happens. The ball bounces, and now they've shot themselves in the foot. I feel like this is the year that they clean that up. They get a couple. Not that they're gonna beat the Chiefs to start, you know, the whole season, but steal a couple of those or win the ones that you should win early so that way you don't have to fucking play from behind and win all these games at the end of the season to have a shot to even get in that's the key you said win win the ones that they gotta win early you gotta win games you're supposed to win and we'll see how that goes there it is i my favorite thing yesterday i was watching the u-dub versus i think boise state and boise state punches the ball out of the u-dub's receiver and then two players go to grab it, both for Boise State, and it bounces right back into UW wide receiver hands. I was like, that's the lines. They do the right things, and somehow it just never pays off. Thanks, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> Mitch, we're throwing this to you. Speaking speaking of uh, speaking of doing the right things, um, your right squad, movie, by the way. Your squad <laughs> Uh, we don't really know what the hell is happening there, truly a quarterback. Uh, so, Mitch, the question that I posed to you, is Malik Willis secretly the real replacement at QB for the Titans? Are they just sending us smoke screens they want it to be him all along? Uh, I could actually see that, to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think they would rather go with Levis, be a traditional football team, have your traditional running back, your traditional style quarterbacks, drop back. Levis is a lot more Tannehill than Willis is at the end of the day. I mean, I could see Tannehill drinking a cup of mayonnaise. Let's be honest. So, <laughs> God damn it. Can we stop talking about that? Like, right. bro, that's fucking disgusting. Like, <laughs> so I think at the end of the day, I don't think this coach wants to go with Willis too much. That's why they're having... They're going to keep Levis there another year, hopefully learn from Tannehill so they can have Tannehill 1.5 all over again. And then we can keep this cycle going of safe football, uh, defense wins, running wins, hopefully get another Derrick Henry. That's what they're hoping. And just keep this going. Jesus, JB. A lot of hoping hoping going on in Tennessee. Uh, uh, The Levis kid, I mean, he's going to be as subpar as you could possibly imagine. Right, he showed that in college, and this the NFL it only gets worse. <laughs> so, like these people are like T one thousands and Terminator. These these office coordinators and these defense coordinators, they're like they're like T one thousands. They figure out what you can and can't do very fast, and they exploit the hell out of shit. So this Levis kid didn't have success in college. That's why he dropped the fucking like the eighteen thousand pick. Right, so hey, y'all would be better off just fucking keeping Tannehill until he's fucking in a wheelchair and continuously doing you know saying Tennessee football things. And try to keep Henry happy and just continue to like kind of bang on your defense for success. Uh, but uh, uh, y'all from the pick, yeah. by the way, my <laughs> 18,000. Well, I mean, you know, I'm I like, sure 18, felt, I like 18,000. That's I'm pretty better. sure, I'm pretty sure it felt like 18,000 to him. Yeah, to him. Definitely, definitely felt like that to his girlfriend if she's still his girlfriend. Ooh, wee. Oh, yeah. man. You know, it's funny, Mitch. You 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 were, you were taking you were taking your shots at, at my franchise and semi rightfully so. But good God Almighty, your franchise has got to be the most other than the one that we were about to talk to right uh, right after this. Your franchise has got to be one of the most directionless franchises in the league currently. I don't think their guy is currently on the roster. I think Vrabel's a good coach, but I feel like they've they've maximized what they could possibly do with that philosophy and with that scheme. You said it yourself. Get the next Derrick Henry. Get the next Derrick Henry. Do you, are you? Do you have like a lab coat and and a, and a fucking scalpel because yeah, you're gonna need it? He, he's like he's like a fucking blood moon. It only comes around like fucking every eighteen years. Or some shit. <laughs> so, right. 
In, in my estimation, I think I think the Titan Up Titans need to embrace the rebuild. I think I mean they've already traded AJ Brown. I mean I feel like they get, they need to embrace a new culture. That could still mean having Brable there, but I think that until they get beyond this whole like game manager, little bit better kind of run, like you said, like Will Levis kind of sliding in there with his mayonnaise coffee and be like, oh, take it from here. It's like they're not going to go anywhere. It's it's nothing's going to happen. You're just going to be you're just going to be eight eight and one disappointed you know what i mean so oh, i me and um uh or one of the people i was to your show we were talking the other day because he's a tennessee like he's from tennessee so he likes every tennessee team and he was like there's nothing tennessee does better than eight and eight and i was like there's nothing worse in sports than being eight and eight mm-hmm. because sports rewards bad and punishes good which means when you're in the middle you're eight and eight for life which is yeah. what tennessee has decided they are hey. Ooh, we that's, that's ooh, harsh words from, from a true fan. Oh man, Shit. well, Mitch, don't feel too bad because if there's one guy, maybe in the entire history of the show, who has it, who is already unveiled drunk Alf. Drunk Alf is at the bar right now. He, he kept the he, 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 he said hey. he tossed the bartender the keys. He's like, I'm gonna be here for a minute. He's there, JB. He's there, JB. Yeah. Will the bird gang, aka your Cardinals, collapse their season? For potential two-time Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams, are they going to embrace the tank? Here's the thing: is that everybody asks the same question. They're not tanking, right? Uh, what Monty is doing, and what then these these are things that everything I'm about to say is from the mouths of executives from the Cardinals, right? Uh, first of all, Monty told Little Man to back the fuck up, and we all know who Little Man is—the man that owns the team. He told him to back the fuck up, like like DOS effects, back the fuck up. Let me do my job, right? If you can't see the direction and the flow that the Cardinals are going in right now, you're blind as fuck, right? If you're not down with what we got going on, get the fuck on. They don't mind who you are. They don't go fuck who you are. Uh, from what I understand, little man will not be a part of Cardinals after this season. The other little man, right? The little, the little bitty man, you know what I'm saying? That guy, right? But when it's all said and done, there's no tanking going on. They're going to put a good product on the field. They're going to go as hard as they can. And they're going to shock the shit out of some people. We're going to win some games we ain't supposed to, right? Look at the lines of scrimmage. Look at the lines of scrimmage. Just continue to look at the line of scrimmage when we call this play. Defense control line of scrimmage. Offensive line is moving the line of scrimmage. They're going to lean heavy on Connor. They're going to lean heavy on our defense. Defense backfield got some still some ifs, some stiffing questions. They got to get that shit tight. But we're going to win some games we're not supposed to. We're going to go with this kid that we drafted for the probably the first few games until Dobbs gets ready. And Dobbs is going to be oh, our Clayton. guy going forward. Yeah, Dobbs is going to be our guy going forward, right? So. But what they're doing right now is they're developing and they're building, like I told Benny, they're, build, they're building a big old fruit basket right now, a big, beautiful fruit basket to give to whoever got the number one pick and say, here you go. We kindly like your oh, number man. one overall fucking pick for oh, this cat. And they're going to take it because when it's all said and done, the NFL is about the salary cap and it's about what you got going forward, right? It ain't about right now because very few teams are about winning right now. Like the Eagles are winning because they just happen to be a talented football team with a good coach, Right. No, trust me when I say this is what's going on. This is what's brewing over here in the desert. All right, ain't no tanking finna go on. So that, that's that's that, and that's let, word. That's word for real. Let me let me let me push back on that slightly, and I'll throw it to Mitch quickly before we move into our preview picks. So, are you saying that you in this in this set of circumstances, you would be happy if the BG like maybe it's it's a talent discrepancy, but they play hard, they steal a couple games, and then they end up winning, like they end up not finishing like second to last instead of first. You be okay with that? <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm not giving putting out no expectations. None. There's no expectation for the Cardinals this year. I'm just telling you what I know is going to happen, right? Right. They are a talented they're not going to lay down. Trust no, me, they're not going to lay down. But, but again, you but see again what I'm like everybody's kind of putting the Cardinals to the point they putting them out there like to pasture, like they're just just non-talent having, no direction having team. They're moving in a direction that people don't fucking understand because they're built behind the wall. It's not a lot coming out of out of the Cardinal camp right now. You're not hearing a lot, and that's on purpose. Right. There's not a lot of rah rah sis boom by and what we're gonna do coming out of Carlos Camp. There's a lot of we're working, we're keeping our head down, we're making the best decisions for what's going going forward for the Cardinals. Like a lot of generic answers are coming out of the Cardinals right now. So you're gonna see the finished product and everybody's gonna be fucking shocked. I'm just I'm just putting it like that. All right. Mitch Mitch, real quick, what do you, what is your assessment what what the what the Burr gang should do this year to maximize their year? As quick as possible. I have what right now they're at four and a half over under on their wins. I would say hit the over. I actually think that this team Ooh. 
barely wins over four and a half. That's one of the smallest lines I've ever seen in betting. I think Kyler Williams or Kyler Murray. I don't know why I called him Williams. Williams. Well, put, put, go stack them on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kyler will end up playing the second half of the year. I think that'll ruin their draft picks just enough. And I think what they got to do is what they're saying. Keep your head down, do work, do the best you can. Because every player right now is either, actually every player on there right now is playing for the next contract. Whether it's for Arizona or it's for God knows what. Every player is playing for their next contract this year. And they're going to go and play their best. Interesting. Real quick, I'm rapid fire. Who do you honestly believe is going to have the worst record in the league this year? JB, who do you think? Wow, that's a, that's a big question. You got that. Kind of threw that one on me there. Uh, could be the Rams. Could be there's there's some contenders. I mean, they very well could come out the West. Very easy. Uh, <laughs> Bucks Bucks might be pretty. Bad. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say the Bucks are probably gonna have the worst season because you know we know who's behind the center and he's just not that guy. So okay, Mitch, who do you think who do you think it's gonna have the worst record in the league this year? Um, let's see. That whole division's gonna be trash between yep. the Bucks, Saints, Saints Falcons, Saints. and yep. who's Falcons. the other? Panthers. The Panthers. Yep. Let's go Panthers. Oof. Wow. Okay. I want to. I want to be. I want to be a dick and say it's the Bird Gang. I want it to be the Bird Gang so they get Caleb Williams. To be honest oh, with you, I want you. it to be them. So here's the thing: like you don't have to tank to get the first pick anymore. It's about what you can offer the, the team that has the first pick. Right. And okay. you see what right. we're doing, right? We're, we're literally storing storing them nuts for the winner. But if it's not the BG, I'll say I'll say I'll say it's the uh, I'll say it's the Bucks. So there you go. All right. So those are those are JB's burning questions for the 2023 NFL season. We're going to move right into it with our official review 2023 Savage season preview, starting with our first category, first award, Breakout Player of the Year. JB, who do you got and why? Uh, breakout Player of the Year. I literally have Hollywood Brown. Right, we ain't seen this cat like ball in a minute since he basically left the the Ravens uh, the year before he came to the Cardinals. Like he had a breakout year, a thousand plus yards, and he's gonna have that same type of season this year. He's gonna be a big part of our success. Okay, Mitch, what you think? You uh, Elijah Elijah Moore. Yep. Thank you, Elijah Moore. I was like, I know. I knew it was tough. So playing for the Browns, I got this now. Elijah Moore. <laughs> I think with Deshaun Watson, I'm not as bullish on how high hopes you guys have on Deshaun Watson, but I think Elijah Moore will become his one or two, uh, his second look. So I think that given how low of expectations we have for him, I and he's a very talented player. I do believe that. <laughs> Okay, I'm taking Quinn Williams. Um, his big contract uh, kicks in next year. He's entering his prime. He's 25 years old. You know, obviously, first rounder came out of Bama. He's we know he's been good, but I do think there has been que- a little bit of questions about you know work effort. ethic and yep. his effort. And I think with Salah and I think with what they got, I think he's being revitalized and unleashed. I think with what they're gonna be able to do on the back end with some of their playmakers, I think that's gonna open up his opportunities to uh, pump up them stats. And I think he's really going to have. Uh, you know, a breakout year and really kind of be that guy on the defensive line. All right, Mitch, because uh, you weren't, uh, you didn't fill out this one. I'm throwing this one back at to you. And this is player most likely not to be worth the new contract, Mitch. Who who do who do you think? Even if you got to throw somebody out, I'm thinking Jalen Ramsey because I think he injured right now, or is he going yeah. through something? Right? Yeah. So I mean, Jalen Ramsey is going to be the easiest pick on that one because who knows how long he'll be out for. Yeah, I have Jalen Ramsey too. You know, he he's played in, in most all the games uh, for his entire career. However, he is a corner. He is 28, and now he's getting hurt. They just gave him that big deal. I get why they did it to a degree, but it might be a cap casualty thing. You know, a couple years down the road. So that we both picked Jalen Ramsey. Uh, JB, who do you got? I got Hargrave. All right, for the 49ers, Javon Hargrave. Um, I just really think that he was he had a very opportunistic year. And shout out to him for getting the bag. I mean, you know, shit, you can't knock him for that. San Francisco paid his ass. But he had a lot of one-on-ones, right? And he beat them. Well, as defensive lineman, you don't get a lot of one-on-ones, right? So um, he's a good player, but I don't think he's worth what they gave him. When I saw the contract, he saw like, oh, shit. Like, who the fuck is his agent? That's the first thing I said. <laughs> like, that motherfucker got to put the money in the bag, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he robbed him. 
So yeah, I'm gonna go with Javon Hargrave. I think yeah. this kind of kind of feels it out. Yeah, and I think with the Niners, they are they are kind of cresting with you know the players that they have on on that roster. They they gotta they gotta put some rings on those fingers, or they may begin to the point where they have to break this thing up because now they're maximizing these contracts. Shanahan they can't pay is, everybody. Shanahan is like you know we we gonna, we gonna talk about it in, 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 in a category here in a second that we all probably should have put Shanahan at some point. Oh boy! All right, well speak speaking of coaches, first coach fired. Um, I put Todd Bowles, and the only reason why I put Todd, Todd Bowles because the history of what's happened to Todd Bowles. He's always cut the short end of the stick, which he shouldn't. Yeah. And I think with the the directionless Bucks, he named Baker Mayfield the starter. All right, didn't really have any much choice from there. Right. I do think that because he's more of a defensive coach, even he, even though he's, I think he's proven himself to be a good and worthy, you know, head coach in the NFL. I feel like with the lack of success that they're going to have, you know, post this Brady Gronk, you know, kind of era, I feel like unfortunately he's going to get the raw deal and he's going to get, they're going to let him go, you know, toward the end of the season and see what they got with some of their, you know, other coordinators. So uh, you guys both both uh, made the same pick. Uh, JB, uh, why is it uh, Brandon Staley? What do you think? Uh, unlike Todd Bowles, the Chargers got all the talent in the world. <laughs> right, so and have had it for like the last couple of years. So this cat ain't did nothing with it. That's how you get fired, right? When they give you everything you need, everything you ask for, you cannot put together wins. You can't put together playoff wins. That's how you get fired. So I feel like Staley, after the first three or four games, because they're gonna have some bullshit going on. At the first three or four games, he's not gonna win. The first quarter, they're probably end up being two and two. Might be one and three. He gonna get Doss boot. So you think? So you think? You think it's gonna be not only in season, but particularly fairly early to mid season. I, I think. I, I think, man. I think they like they kind of keeping it quiet. But like anytime you like look up who's on the hot seat, his name is the first one to fucking pop up. Mm, this is true. Mitch, you, Mitch, you said the same thing. What, what's your, what's your reasoning? Uh, slightly different reasoning. I think whenever a coach comes in with hot new ideas and everything, they have to work for it to because the NFL is a copycat league. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Well. Staley's taken that we have four downs a little bit to the extreme. Yeah, I think we've all seen that. Yeah, um, I like Top it. Of the Jaguars. I think, inter- I think for entertainment purposes and me not being a Chargers fan, I think it makes it so much more fun. But the Chargers want to win eventually. I think maybe I don't really know, but I think that's why. Is if anything goes slightly awry this season, it's on him. Okay. And one thing we're not talking about real quick is, uh, JB, you talk about the hot seat. Usually the hot seat means there's somebody waiting in the wings, and they brought in Kellen Moore, and mm-hmm. Kellen Moore might be trying to get that first, you know, that first gig because, he, you know, obviously he's an OC. Staley is more traditionally a defensive coach, which in today's NFL usually presents itself as a harder job at that position as opposed to being an offensive coach. So I could definitely see it. I mean, and I one, would not be one surprised. Point, Benny, one point, Benny, to make about about Tampa Bay with, with Todd Bowles is that Bruce Aarons is still there, right? He's that's there, true. He's I thought advisor. about that. Ba still he's there. Advisor. So Todd is his guy. So I don't. That, that's one of the. When I saw it, I, I was kind of like, I saw it. I'm like, okay, big time point. But I'm like, eh, Bruce is there, so he's not gonna do his dude like that. He I hope try not. To, he gonna try to buy him one more year, and then we go from there. And just to be clear, because we, you know, we love BA and Todd Bowles, we'd love to have you on the show. Whatever you want to be on the show, I'm not rooting against you. I'm just no, saying no, I've no, looked no. at the history. How they done you, man? How they done you, person? Yeah, none of this your person. This is all based on our, our opinion and facts. Yes. Now let's go to the other side. The guys are going to be killing it this year. Uh, starting with Mitch, you have a uh, you have not only the coach of the year, but kind of a uh, a comeback reclamation project for a certain, uh, you know, let Russ cook. Uh, who is your pick, Mitch? Well, yeah, you kind of gave it away with the let rest cook there. Good job. <laughs> I didn't Sean say his Payton. name. You say it, goddammit. Sean Payton. I, Sean Payton's a good coach. Russell Wilson's a good quarterback. Um, he had a bad year. The bar's very low. The bar is very low for anything to go on. So even if Denver slightly squeaks into the wild card, I think Sean Payton wins coach of the year. Wow. Okay. JB, who you got? I got Sirianni over in Philly. Uh, not only are they going to dominate this whole year, they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, right? I, as we, we're going to talk about it, I do have another Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl coming up. And Rematch. I just feel I feel like they're going to edge and they're going to end up winning it. All right. Well, I'm going Homer. I'm taking the kneecap biter himself, MCDC <laughs> Dan Campbell. You can't. You. <laughs> I'm going to clip that sound to save it for a sound effect anytime we need it. I mean, listen. With what he's actually built, 
and how he's improved as a coach. If they make the playoffs, in particular, win a game, I think it's very hard to be like, well, with what that guy's done, you know, considering what they've had to do, you know, with overhauling their defensive staff, I think he's, you know, probably got pretty good odds. I could definitely see Sean Payton, especially if he's able to really turn whatever the hell is going on with Russell Wilson around. Nick Sirianni, I don't know that they would go down that road, you know, especially with the success that they had last year. So I don't know that they would necessarily give him. I don't know that that it's so much of a of a leap up because the Eagles are already at the top, basically, right? So if the if the if the kiddies really make that that next level jump, which most of us believe they they will in some form, I do think you know old Dan Campbell should be in the conversation. All right, comeback player of the year and reviewers, um, you're gonna get a Blues bets segment uh, every weekend for my bets this year. I'm telling you right now, um, if you want to make some easy money. Uh, put it on my pick and Mitch's pick, which is Damar Hamlin. As soon as that guy touches the field and plays a snap, the whole game is going to stop. It's going to be a right. standing ovation. Stand over as long as he right. can play, but he's going to be the guy. Okay, so here's the thing: comeback player of the year. Like you got to put some fucking numbers out there, bro. Like yeah, he he came, he overcame some shit that we never saw happen on a football field before. Never. Right. That is the first time you ever seen. Hopefully, the last time we see some shit like that. For real. <laughs> right. But you got to say, okay, this kid hadn't played or for whatever circumstance, whatever reason, he hadn't played, and he come back and he put up numbers. That's what this game's about, it's numbers. This is why I picked Deshaun Watson, right? Deshaun Watson, we know what he's been through. We know his woes over the last couple of years. At the end of the season, he played a little bit. Didn't show the same Deshaun Watson that we're used to seeing, but he's got a whole offseason of football now, right? He has a whole offseason to be in the system. This motherfucker finna go crazy. Right, we're gonna be old Deshaun Watson. He's gonna win comeback play of the year. Here's the thing, though. And I'm not saying it's fair to Deshaun Watson, but you you also have to consider the NFL PR machine. Do you really think that they want to put comeback player of the year on Deshaun Watson that right shit's now? Over. That shit's over. That's over. I know, over. but the, the, but if, they if, care about if, appearances. If, though. if if Ben Roethlisberger played football after he raped two motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, and still went on to do this, that, and the third, they don't give a fuck about it. Oh, I did yeah, okay. That's the thing about the NFL, right? They don't give a fuck. Once it's done, they don't give a fuck. So at this point, I guarantee it ain't a motherfucker that wears a and then a motherfucker that wears a Browns jersey that's like, oh, Deshaun Watson's a fucking this and that. Nope. He throw a touchdown pass. They're like, this motherfucker's the greatest. Well, well of yes. course they do. It's their fan base. But I'm saying okay. like Ben Roethlisberger wasn't crowned like, oh, he's MVP, he's comeback player of the year. Of course though, he had his accolades. Right? He's he's steady, he's steady to kiss his ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? He always right. got the he always got the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even after all this shit has happened, so I'm telling you, man, they, they, don't, they don't give a fuck. That's just the point I'm making. They don't give a fuck. That shit's over. It's done. It's happened. They done ridiculed him. They done persecuted him. They done hung his ass on the cross. They done crucified his ass. They done dug him. They done buried him. Dug him up. Did it again. That shit's over. This is a new season. All they care about is Deshaun Watson, the quarterback, NFL quarterback, and what he's doing for the product in the NFL. And he is doing that for the whole Cincinnati fan base, which is a huge one. At that. For Cle- yes, for Cleveland. Okay, well, we'll see. I mean, I, I expect him to play better than he did, you know, from the second half of last year. But, Mitch, you said you also said DeMar Hamlin, too. Do you feel kind of the same way I do once he steps on the field? Yeah, um, I kind of go definitely for opposite reasons. Jeremy Bridges on uh, Deshaun Watson. While I do believe, you know, the whole you bring up Ben Roethlisberger, times are different. ESPN is going to bring it back up. Um, everyone's going to bring it back up 672,000 times. No one wants Deshaun Watson to win. Everyone wants DeMar Hamlin to win. That's what the storyline is going to be all season long. That's what I'm saying. DeMar, yeah. DeMar Hamlin could walk out there and play 10 snaps. If it's the final 10 snaps of the season, all he has to play is the final 10 snaps of the season, and that dude's going to win it. Right. No, I agree. I think I think that's you know, in ways they're going to approach it. All right, now let's move into the big ones quickly. So we're going to do Defensive Rookie of the Year. Mitch, you and I have picked Jalen Carter from the Eagles. Uh, why is that your pick? Because it's your pick. That's why. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I just think that he's going to be a phenomenal player on a team that makes the Super Bowl. And I think he's going to have enough plays at the right time that's going to go and make him put up headlines. And at the end of the year, they're going to see Eagles had a great record. This kid had good highlights. Put those two together. Boom. You got your defensive rookie of the year. Okay. And I, yeah. And I'm taking Jalen. I'm taking Jalen Carter because I think he's going to be more in position with the other playmakers that they have on defense to actually make plays. Whereas with JB's pick, I think he might be a little bit more on an island. But why did you make your pick? 
good sir. There's a, there's a lot more opportunity for him to make plays, right? He's not just a pass rusher, right? He can play in the flat as a linebacker. He's more of a less talented Julius Peppers, if you ask me, right? Size, speed wise, agility, explosion. He's just he's he's lesser, but he's in the same position to make similar plays. Right? Think about this. This motherfucker got down catch two interceptions for touchdowns on fucking screen pass and go to the house. And ain't a motherfucking thing Jalen Carter can do to win defensive player of the year at that point. Right? So he's in position to make those plays. And, and then of course with D'Amico Ryan's being his with his head coach and a defensive minded guy, they're gonna find ways to get this guy singled up and singled up. He is gonna whoop a motherfucker that's in front of him. So we'll see. Okay. There it is. All right, let's take it to the offensive side. I'm picking C.J. Stroud. I think he's just going to have to do more with less. And obviously, you know, quarterbacks are nine times out of ten going to win that award. Um, I don't really see any. I mean, you can, of course, make case, as I know, you know, the illustrious guys here will do. But I'm taking C.J. Stroud because I think he's going to have to. I think he's going to be have to make more plays than actually do something. Uh, J.B., who you got? I got Bryce Young. We talked about it earlier, you know what I'm saying? Because they're just going to make it very friendly for him to be successful in, in that program and in, in, that, in that system. So uh, he's just going to have efficiency. He's going to have good numbers. Uh, interception is going to be low. He's going to make plays with his legs because he can do that. And he's just going to have better stats since he just dropped. Okay. And Mitch, you have a, you're you're going a little bold on this one. Who, who's who's your pick? I got B. John Robinson running B. John. back. B. John. Sound like a mustard. B. John. Sound like a mustard. You know what I mean? I think this tells you how much I don't like the quarterbacks, mainly. I think Robinson will go put up really good numbers. I think he'll have a ton of rushing yards, be able to be in the backfield, make some good blocks. I think he'll have enough highlights. And I think fantasy football's taking over quite a bit. And I think if the quarterbacks are a little bit down and B. John Robinson wins a voter or two, you know, their fantasy league this year, I think he sneaks in there. Okay. And the final individual award that we're predicting here on our Savage Preview for 2023, NFL MVP, starting with you, JB. Who do you got? Ah, uh, NFL MVP. Let me see where we're at. Uh, I got Jalen Hurts because I got the feeling we're in the Super Bowl. So uh, the kid's going to have another great year, another efficient year, another goddamn, as I call him, goddamn, another goddamn year, right? Uh, he's going to shock the world. Burrow, uh, and I'm, I'm just kind of going in because that's kind of the second favorite to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he, him being hurt is fucking him right now, right? He's not coming back for like the first six, seven games. So he's not going to come back and put up numbers that are going to do anything to help him win. Uh, so, yeah, I got I got hurts. Okay. Mitch, who's your pick? I got Mahomes. I'm not really confident with any of the MVPs. I know it'll be a quarterback. I know it's – I actually kind of had between Mahomes and New York star crazy. So maybe Rodgers if he doesn't – if he kind of puts oh, up similar numbers. Rodgers. I don't know, just because New York's so desperate for entertainment right now, if he could sneak in there. But I think any pick for MVP right now between Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts is not that bad of a pick. So I pick Burrow. I don't believe he's going to be out for that that amount of time. I think the Bungles are now circling the drain on the Lombardi Trophy. And I think the big thing that he has over Hurts and Mahomes is one word, contract. Joe Shiesty wants the bag, and he knows that he needs to come out and make it happen. I don't think he's going to end up being a holdout. I think he'll obviously play through the season. And when he does, I think he's going to go absolutely nuts, pending his health, lead them to a Super Bowl, which we'll talk about. And I think that's going to get him the MVP trophy and secure him the big bag with, as JB says, that big G. That big G behind it. So those are individual awards. And now it's time we reach the end of the show for our savage picks for the AFC, NFC playoffs, and our Super Bowl matchups and winners. Now, as a lot of you reviewers know, who particularly have been keeping up with the league for a long time and keeping up with the show, it's an average of six different teams that end up making the playoffs each year. So to recap real quick, who made the playoffs last year in the NFC, it was the Squawks, the Giants, and the Cowboys in the wild card, and then the Bucks winning the South, the Vikings winning the North, the Niners winning the West, and the EAGLES Eagles, number one seed, winning the East. And then the AFC, it was the Finns, the quote, the Raven nevermore, the Superchargers in the wild card, and then the Jaguars winning the South, the Bungles winning the North, the Bills winning the East. And then the Chiefs winning the West number one seed. And as JB alluded to, that was the Super Bowl, the Kelsey Bowl, if you will. And then the Chiefs got it done in the big one. All right. So now we're getting into our playoff picks. 
starting with the AFC. Uh, Mitch, why don't you tell them who you have, and if you could, try to rank them in, uh, in, in seed order, if you will. Uh, you said for AFC, right? For the AFC, yes. All right, so if we're going by seed order, I got the Chiefs winning the West. Okay. I got the Jets winning the East. I do not have the Jets winning the East. Yes, I do. Um, sorry. I have <laughs> the Bengals winning the South in third, and then the Jags squeaking in winning the West. Okay. And then your wild cards? My wild cards, if I go by order, I've got the Ravens, then the Bills, then the Broncos. Okay. So you you got the you have your coach of the year, Sean Payton, getting the Broncos into the tournament. Okay. The seventh slot. Well, that's what's up in that in that last slot. All right, JB, uh, who are your AFC playoff picks? Uh, okay, we got the Jets. Uh, with the Chiefs at one in the West, the Jets at two in the East, uh, the Ravens at three in the North, and Jags at four in the South. Um, in order: Bills, Bengals, Browns in the wild card. Bills, Bengals, Brown. Okay, you got the, you got the Browns getting in. Okay, it's interesting. Mm. This is this is interesting because all three of us have the Bills. In the wild card, to be honest, I kind of was very, I was very tempted to bump them out of the playoffs and put you, potentially you, the Ravens you in. And both. You yeah. I almost did also. I, I, really I did a double take. I just kind of feel like that train is slowing down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is disappointing because as the OG reviewers know, I've been high in the Bills finally getting to the game and actually getting it done for probably the last couple of seasons. We've been rooting for Yeah, Mafia. Mafia, we've been trying. Mafia, Mafia. And (laughs) all they've been doing is throwing each other through tables and and not getting it done when it counts. Oh my God. So here's mine. I have the Bengals as a number one seed, Chiefs number two, one in the West. Finns winning the East in a tough East AFC East division. Jaguars Duval winning the South. And then in order, I have the Jets as a wild card. I don't trust them winning the division yet. The Steelers are getting in. Steelers are sneaky. And then I have the Bills being just good enough, just healthy enough to get that last spot. My first kind of couple out would be the Ravens and probably the Broncos. And then after that, you're probably looking at the Browns and maybe potentially even the Raiders maybe kind of dance around that 10 spot, 11 spot, whatever. A lot of throat clearing this uh, this season with the Raiders, especially if Jimmy G ain't healthy and Josh Jacobs holds out. So those are AFC picks. A lot, lot of porn stars in Vegas. Huh? Oh, buddy. All right. NFC picks. Mitch, who you got for the NFC? For the in order, I got... The Cowboys winning the East. You have the Cowboys as a number one seed? Yeah. Holy moly. I told you, I hate the NFC so much. It's the pig. It's the pig. All right. right. I got the Vikings two. I got the 49ers three and the Saints four. I have pretty much Philly being the first wild card. Then I got Lions at two and Bucks at three. Okay, so I feel like this needs at least slight explaining. You have the Cowboys at the number one seed and the Vikings at the number two. Don't even bother. Like, don't even bother. Like, just let it be. Like, please. You know, this is this is some far fetched shit. So just let it be, right? Because something that he's where's your tinfoil hat, Mitch? Where is it? Something something that he just said is gonna happen. So just let it be, baby. Let it be. One one of the things that he said is gonna happen. So, and when it happens, we're gonna be like, damn, you miss it. If the Cowboys or the Vikings are in their spot and the Bucks sneak into the wild card, I'm coming back to this episode and haunting you forever. Ben. I hope yes. so. And you, you've there. earned it. You, you will have earned it if that, that happens. There. Mitch, the only thing that will make this better is if Trey Lance leads the Cowboys to the number one seed in the NFC. Then you can just you can roast me for the rest of the time. You can have Trey, it. Trey Lance, Trey, Lance uh-huh. can't, Trey, Trey Lance can barely lead himself to the bathroom. All right, but, like, <laughs> oh, no. I'll have okay. Trey Lance and Purdy Fever all over this show. Uh, yeah, you, 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 you'll be Lance and Purdy. Purdy Lance. That's, that'd be oh, you. my God. All right. Well, we're, so reviewers, please, you know, bookmark and timestamp this one because we're going to remember this all season. All right, JB. <laughs> so bad. JB, who, who, are, who are your picks, including a, a surprise one, a surprise appearance? Who do you got? <laughs> yeah. So I got Philly number one, all right, uh, without a doubt. I, I got the Vikes at two. Me and Mr. the same thing. 
Uh, I got the Panthers at three, and I got these motherfuckers at four, winning the fucking West, right? The reason why I said San Francisco is going to have some injuries, uh, one of them being their top fucking running back, who always stays hurt. Let's be real about the situation. But with my wild card, I got the Niners in the one spot, the Cowboys, and I got them kitties sneaking in as a fucking wild card. Uh, but yeah, that, that's just kind of where it's at. Uh, and one of the reasons, and, and I'm just being honest, one of the reasons why I picked the Cardinals because I didn't know if we had to pick our team to win. Like no, no. Okay, so either way it goes. I got faith in my guys. It's far-fetched, but I mean, we heard what Mitch just said. That's just like out of fucking left field. So at least my shit was kind of sensible. And with, with with the exception of the Cardinals pick, like, okay. Yeah, like you, like your your yours is like standard issue team delusion. Mitch's Mitch's picks require medication. Like that, that's yeah, the that, difference. Yeah, that, 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 that was, was like that was like Arkham motherfucking insane asylum. Right. Batman, you know, so like you and can, if anyone does have good medication, Facebook message me real quick, and I can go give my address. It'll be a good you, time. You could be the Joker's fucking roommate, motherfucker. Like with them picks, though. Oh my I'm god! Pretty sure I have been. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Well, I'm taking the Eagles, number one. I am taking my kitties to win the division and be the number two seed. The Squawks, I have one in the West. There it is. And then uh, the Saints, I have them winning the South. It's going to take some Saints to march in for them to win that South, I'm telling you. Mm, I don't know, man. They're going to be sneaky good. I have them win the South. And then the, ooh, ooh, that'd be good. Doing the wild card. The G man and the uh, the Vikings, even though the Vikings to me, the Vikings and the Bills are the fucking, you know, Spider-Man meme of conferences, even though Josh Allen is way better than Mr. You like that Colts Cash Kirk. I still have the Vikings sneaking in with the wild card. All right. Wrapping this thing up, Super Bowl matchup. JB, who do you got? Super Bowl matchup. It's a rematch, man. Rematch? Yeah, boys, the rematch. You know what I'm saying? I got <laughs> Philly versus KC. I'm not calling it the Kelsey Bowl because I don't give a fuck about either one of them, right? Uh, but I'm calling it the Philly versus Kansas City rematch. Right? Where's the Super Bowl at this year? In Vegas? I think in Vegas? I think you're right, yeah. In Vegas, in the other desert, right? Because it was in our desert last year. It's going to be in the other desert, right? Lots of yes. hookers and lots of Allegiant, hookers. Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, correct. In Allegiant Stadium, as I call it, you know what I'm saying? The, the fucking, uh, what's that little thing that run, runs across your hardwood floor is the vacuum? That's basically what it is, right? <laughs> the big vacuum. Like Roomba? Huh? Like the Roomba? Is that what it's called? The Roomba? The little thing that sweeps up the whole town? Yeah, a little robot. Yeah. Just yeah. bumps in the shit. That's what it looks like. Have you ever seen the place? Have you ever seen it? Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. A big ass fucking Roomba. It just fucking like it should be bouncing around <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> just cleaning up that nasty ass city. But yeah, I got the Chiefs and the Eagles and I got the Eagles winning it. All right. Well, I have I have the Eagles and the Bungles getting there, and for the first time in their fucking chili bowl history, I have the Bungles winning the whole thing and getting it done. And Mitch, who do you got? I got the Eagles and Chiefs again. Okay, and your winner? And my winner is the Chiefs. Oh. Back to back, back to back, back to back. Wow. Okay. Like a Maybach. All right. There it is. Well, reviewers, you know what to do. Drop a comment. Let me know who you got. Let us know who you got in the playoff picks. Let us know who you got in the Super Bowl. For any of those awards that we just went over, who do you think is really going to ball out this year? Who do you think is going to disappoint? And everything in between. Timestamp this shit because we're going to see who's right, who's wrong, who's both right, who's both wrong. As always. Yeah, please do. Um, And that's it. We hope you've enjoyed this savage preview of the 2023 NFL season. Again, all of our social media is the same at JB and Benny Blue, JB and Benny Blue Review.com. Like, share, subscribe, five star rate, comment, help the algorithm, do what you got to do. JB, your social media, real quick, where people can find you. KingJB.fitness on Instagram and then uh, on X. I don't even know what the fuck is that shit. X, Twitter, fucking. You know me, B I G. That's the letter U K N O M E B I G. All right. And oh, Mitch, and, I, and, I, and I do have a Facebook now, but I don't even know the name. Oh, no, shit. I, I just got it because for some other reasons. But anyway, uh, Instagram and X. Yeah, you can check me out. All right, Mitch, where can the people find you? The people can go and find me. I don't have your chat up here. In, like in a pasture near you, right? Yeah, in a pasture near you, driving <laughs> around going honk honk whenever a kid does a little thing like that. That's a fun time. Oh, for God. Um, you can go catch me, Money Making Mitch, on Instagram. You can catch me, Money Making Mitch, on Twitter. You can catch me, Money Making Mitch, on TikTok. All right. And wherever Benny goes and puts all this content. 
and you all you always see him tagged. Remember, you're gonna get all of our game picks, all of my bet picks, everything, any news headlines. You're gonna see our shining faces, and I will be tagging them individually. You can follow me on all social media at Benny Blue Eyes, and that's it. The review two fifty one. Shout out to Optimal Games Clothing Line. It's wow. the mindset. There it is. Shout, shout out to those folks over there. Appreciate you tapping in with us. And hey, it's gonna be a hell of a season, and we're gonna be taking that ride with you, damn it. So until then, we are out. Peace, people. Peace and love. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.